Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What it do, y'all? It's your boy, Daniel J. Coming back at you with another Behind the Steel Curtain podcast. Another podcast of the State of the Steelers. Where today, I'm telling you, the Steelers are going to continue the momentum by beating the Bengals. I hope everybody's had a fantastic week enjoying victory, a victory week over the old Cincinnati Bengals quarterback, Andy Dalton and the New Orleans Saints in a victory that the Steelers look pretty, pretty good, especially running the ball. Defense looked like they stepped up. TJ Watt returned. It was a good showing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think, you know, early on offensively, uh, it didn't look great, especially coming out of the quarterback position. Kenny Pickett missed a couple of passes down the field. Uh, it wasn't highlight. <laughs> it it was highlighted not better by Ben Roethlisberger when he was talking on his podcast with Bob Pompiani, and how he brought out that you know a couple of things that Kenny Pickett did wrong. But you know we got to remember, guys. He's he's still a rookie, less than one. Half of less than half of a year and starts under his belt, and so you know he's gotten a little bit of criticism, uh, but I think he flashed. And when you say someone flashes, that means that it's not consistent. It's not on all the time. As he's a rookie, he flashed. That's what we're looking for. We're looking for improvement. We're looking for a step forward. And like Ben Roethlisberger said, he missed Deontay going deep early. He got him later. He got him later. 
and, and you got them when it counts later on as well. You know, they it's good to learn through victory, as Coach Mike Tomlin says. Now, Pickett, he's aware of his, you know, uh, shortcomings as a rookie quarterback. He stated earlier this week, it's going to continue to get better. I'm nowhere near where I want to be or where I need to be. It's a day at a time. There's definitely things that we liked, that I've done, that I can continue to improve on. And there's things that I need to get a lot better at. You know, that's taking accountability on the on the mistakes that you make and and understanding where you are and understanding the offense and the progression that the offense is going in. You look at some of the stats and the time of possession, the Steelers held the ball for over 37 minutes in that game. You know, that allowed the defense to play fast throughout the entire game because they weren't sucking wind in the fourth quarter because they'd been out there 37-plus minutes. The offense ran the ball for 200-plus yards as a team collectively. Najee Harris was one yard away from triple digits. And for the first time, in my opinion, this season, we saw the return of Najee Harris that we know, the one that we saw last year, the, you know, the make something out of nothing, the the run over someone, the physical, big, strong back. I think we saw that this week. And and at not a better time, not a, you know, it, it's about time, <laughs> actually. Um, but you're, I think the identity, identity of this team is, is starting to come out. You know, you're looking at Jalen Warren and what he was able to do. You know, you, you see that he was able to catch three balls out of the backfield. Uh, he was targeted. Najee Harris was only targeted once, which was a dime by Kenny Pickett. But you look at, you know, what this team was able to do collectively on the ground. You know, let's 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 hope the Steelers build on that. They need to build on that. They need to build the momentum. They need to build that strength. You know, the offensive line is building together. They Dodson's been dealing with a hip. I think he'll be all right. You know, he's been these guys on the offensive line have been playing collectively better. Now I get it. You know, Pickett took a few sacks last week, but not all of those were on the offensive line. I mean, you look at how many, you know, how much time he had to scan the field and some of those times, some of those sacks were were covered sacks where there was nowhere for for Kenny to throw the ball to. And so those are going to happen and and you know, maybe he needs to get rid of the ball faster, but I have seen an improvement in 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 his ability to throw the ball away versus, you know, taking a, a one or two yard loss. You know, there's a lot of talk out there. Hey, you know why quarterbacks do that, right? They do that so that it doesn't affect their completion percentage and their QBR in the total and, and quarterback ratings and things of that nature. Well, I'm glad that Kenny doesn't look at those things and, <laughs> and care about those things, and he's willing to toss the ball out of bounds to save a couple of yards and time on the clock. I think he's he's on the right path. You know, he got a uh, welcome to the club 
a tweet from Ryan Leaf. I guess him and and uh, was it JP Lawton? No, was it Lawson? Maybe the former, not JP Lawson, it's Clawson, something like that. Correct me in the hit me up on Twitter. Uh, that were part of the exclusive uh, three-quarterback club with uh, over 190 passing attempts and only two touchdowns with nine interceptions or something like that. You know, there's got to be a little bit of context behind it. You know, you look at the other stats that go with it. Uh, neither one of those other quarterbacks had the rushing yards that Kenny Pickett has or the rushing touchdowns that Kenny Pickett has. So there's some context there. Um, you know, I think that Kenny Pickett's doing a fantastic job between the twenties. I think the offense as a whole needs to get better in the red zone. They definitely need to get better in the red zone. And I think the Steelers need to, you know, they, they hit on some big plays. You know, I think the announcer, if, if he was correct, he had mentioned that four, four out of the five, uh, plus 20 yard runs of the Pittsburgh Steelers that they had came in this game and it was it showed you know the Steelers need to have that big playability but at, to this point the Steelers have yet to score a touchdown past you know the the red zone outside of the 20s and so everything has been I think the, the longest touchdown play that the Steelers have had to this point was an eight-yard pass you know, the offense has struggled, but I tell you what, I think this 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 bye week that the Steelers had prior to the New Orleans Saints game really did a lot. That mental break helped out. Now, there was a huge injury, and we'll get, you know, we'll talk about the huge injury and Mika Fitzpatrick and his availability of this upcoming game in the second part. But, uh yeah, yeah, I kind of got ahead of myself there. Sorry about that, guys. But uh, back to the offense. Um, I think that we also saw what people were saying when it came to the addition by subtraction, when it came to Chase Claypool. Um, you know, there is a, such a thing as too many uh, chefs in the kitchen, so to speak. And in my opinion, when you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers and what they were able to do this past weekend, a lot of it had to do also with, in my opinion, you know, you didn't have to target – um, so many different receivers and make sure that they got their touches. And, and it allowed Kenny Pickett to play more freely, in my opinion. And I think it showed that. Um, I think it really did. And I think the Steelers need to to continue in that trajectory. They need to continue maintaining possession of the ball. When you look at the statistics, Kenny Pickett didn't throw. He threw for 30 attempts. I think that's where the bar needs to be for Kenny Pickett, maybe 30, maybe 35 tops. But once you get into 40, 45 throws or attempts, that's that's not a successful game plan, especially for a rookie quarterback with uh, so many disadvantages to him. I mean, when it comes to experience, you have the inexperience in the offensive line with each other. You know, two of the guys there are on their first year with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And you have, you know, quarterback, a rookie receiver in George Pickens, a second year tight end and, and running back. It, it, it's not it's not the most experienced offense, especially at the top of when it comes to those key positions. And so um in my opinion, 
you know, this team is going to grow. And it's good that the Pittsburgh Steelers put Kenny Pickett in there. I know there's a lot of debate that goes out there, especially up to this point, that, hey, you know, maybe perhaps if Trubisky was still in there, the Steelers would have won a couple more games, and that may have been the case. However, for the, you know, when you take a step back and look at the big picture of of what the Pittsburgh Steelers want the Pittsburgh Steelers to be, uh, it's I don't think Trubisky gets you there. Now, in order to get Pickett there, there's got to be a little bit of growing pains and some learning and why not get those growing pains and, and, and have that learning and, and have that growth come together with your quarterback, with your receiver, with your running back, and your tight end. And so I think it's a good move that Steelers did this. And like I said, you know, when it happened, uh, there might be some some growing pains, but the good thing about this team and, and, and this season is it's a long season. And the second half was significantly uh, less daunting than the first. And fortunately for the Pittsburgh Steelers, the rest of the AFC North is still kind of hanging around. I mean, you have the, uh, the Baltimore Ravens who have kind of perhaps maybe you know, taking a step ahead, uh, you know, they're sitting at, um, is it like six and three, I believe. And, and this upcoming weekend they're at home and they're taking on the, uh, on, they're taking on the North Carolina Panthers or the Carolina Panthers. I'm sorry. Um, that's not a difficult game for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I, Hopefully there's an upset there, but I, I don't I don't foresee it. Uh, to be 100% honest with you, I think that the Ravens are just they're just too much. And the, my opinion, I think I, I think the, the Panthers are looking on to next year. You know, after that they got the Jaguars, the Broncos, and then the Steelers. And so, you know this. In my opinion, the, the the real realistic game there that potentially could could come up with a victory, you, you might see an upset with Jacksonville. Jacksonville's been tough. They've still fallen short, but they've been tough. The Steelers, I don't I don't think the Broncos are going to be able to um, be a threat to the Ravens, nor the Panthers. After the Steelers, they have the Browns, the Falcons, Steelers again, and then the Bengals. You know, if the Steelers can somehow run the table, right? That that last game against the Bengals, the the Ravens versus Bengals would be a huge game, but uh, a huge game for the Steelers because <laughs> I think that the divisional games are the only the only potential losses for the Baltimore Ravens remaining on their schedule. Now, the Pittsburgh Steelers win this game. Not only does it, you know, improve their record, improve their division record, but it also uh, drops the Cincinnati Bengals down. And so you're looking at the Cincinnati Bengals who are currently, um, what are they, five and four? You know, to drop them down to four. Um, hold on, let me check real quick. Yes, they're five and four. You know, they drop them down to five and five, and the Steelers going up to four and six. 
I mean, the Steelers would only be half a game behind, definitely have the tiebreaker given the fact that they would have beaten them twice. I think that's a uh, it's a possibility there. You look at the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, the remaining portion of their schedule, you know, after the Pittsburgh Steelers, they got the Titans, the Chiefs, the Browns, Buccaneers, Patriots, Bills, and then Ravens. Their their schedule is significantly uh, more difficult than the Steelers or and or the Ravens at this point, and so. Uh, I think if the, if the Steelers upset them, the Bengals are in for a long season. And just to remind everyone that the Bengals and the Steelers will be wearing their, well, the Bengals will be wearing their alternate uniform all in white. The Steelers are going to be wearing their color rush unis all in black with the with the gold. And uh, I really love the uh, the color rush uniforms of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh you know, there's only one blemish when the Steelers wear the color rush uniforms, and that's the uh, duck game against the Bills. Outside of that, the Steelers are undefeated with them. So hopefully, you know, they'll continue the Steelers' victory and they'll be uh, winning another one this upcoming week. Now, as for the uh, Cleveland Browns to round off and top off the, uh, the, stat- the state of the AFC North, uh, they're currently ahead of the Pittsburgh Steelers because of the uh, – of the uh, tiebreaker there. So the Steelers and the Browns are both three and six. Uh, this upcoming week, they're playing the Buffalo Bills. Now that game was supposed to be in Buffalo and it's been moved to uh, Ford, uh, Fort Field in, in Detroit due to a, a massive snowstorm that's coming in. So, you know, you, you look at the Brown schedule remaining, they have the, uh, the Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, Ravens, Bengals and Buccaneers to, 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 um, Oh, you know what? I am so sorry, guys. I read the last few games they played. They have the Bills, the Buccaneers, the Texans, the Bengals, the Ravens, the Saints, Commanders, and the Steelers to round off the uh, the, the end of their schedule. And so it, there's there's some tough games there. Deshaun Watson's supposed to return against the Texans game. Um. I'm not too concerned about Deshaun Watson. He's not played a professional game in a while. And at a certain point, your your play diminishes. You don't get better at football by not playing football. And so um, I think it's going to be a long season for the Cleveland Browns as well. And so I think the Steelers have the the, the schedule and so do the Ravens to, to push the uh, – if the Steelers do what they're supposed to do to push them, you know, push for a potential, um, you know uh, – a run there, but but we'll see. Uh, but we're going to take a quick break and a word from our sponsors, guys. When we get back, we're going to talk about the defense and update you guys on Mika Fitzpatrick and what I think about where we're going from there. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like a bird in the night, waiting for the 
to the uh, other side. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to State of the Steelers. Uh, welcome back to Behind the Steel Curtain. So with that being said, guys, um, let's get back into it. You know, I think that the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be moving forward and building momentum by beating the Cincinnati Bengals this week. And it starts off with defense, guys. You know, they need to take another step forward on what they did last week against the uh, New Orleans Saints, against the uh, Cincinnati Bengals past, so to speak, with Andy Dalton. Um, And, you know, they got to continue on the same trajectory. You look at what they were able to do last week. You know, finally, finally, Alex Highsmith gets some recognition. You know, this season he uh, he's tied for fourth right now in the NFL for sacks at eight and a half. Yeah. However, you know, he, he had double digit sack. I mean, <laughs> sorry about that. He had two sacks this past weekend, but I think it could have been two and a half. Um, but they gave him credit for just two. He had a, a sack fumble and he was the um, AFC defensive player of the week. Bravo. Congratulations, Alex Highsmith. It's about time. Now I know, you know, for the players and, whatnot these in-season you know singular week awards or honors are probably not you know what's on their mind they got bigger picture goals but you know it's good to see Alex Highsmith get the recognition that he's deserves now you'll get the defense and when it came to stats TJ Watt didn't do much but his impact was felt. I mean, you look at the attention that he grabs, it allows the other players to have, you know, some favorable matchups due to the uh, the attention that TJ Watt grabs. I don't think it's any shock that the two times um, uh, Alex Highsmith recorded two or more sacks was with TJ Watt on the field. And so, you know, TJ Watt, I anticipate to be there this upcoming week. And so, that said, I anticipate Alex Heisman to continue his trajectory as well and continue his dominance and his past rush that he's been, you know, showing up to this part point in the season. You know, it's um, <clears throat> in my opinion, and, and I called him. I called it out earlier in the off season. Uh, I had mentioned that if you know Alex Heisman needed to get double digit sacks this year that only having six last season was well below the line for what the standard is for probably uh, himself uh, having a standard for what he needs to produce and also for the team. He needed to get more than that. It was made up by T.J. Watt having a defense player of the year type of performance and tying the sack record at 22 and a half. But I said this year, you know, I don't think that it was, even if T.J. Watt was healthy the entire year, I mean, the expectation to have him break or tie the sack record again probably was a little bit unrealistic. Um, You know, in my opinion, though, uh, what wasn't was Alex Highsmith going in an upward trajectory. And I think he did that this year. I think he really... Uh, flashed. I think he really took a step forward, and and he's that dominant force. Uh, Steelers still need, in my opinion, another guy. Uh, Malik Reed. He's done better. He's gotten better, but he, I think the, the 
I think that position still still needs it still has a hole there. Uh, but you can't talk about the defense without talking about uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. He was uh, did not play last week, and Demonte Casey filled in for him admirably. That is, you know, I thought Demonte Casey did a fantastic job. Um, he was very opportunistic, which is a characteristic that is known by him. It's, you know, he was the uh, at one point the leading interceptor in the NFL uh, when he played for the uh, Atlanta Falcons. And, and, you know, he was very opportunistic in, in this game against the Saints. Uh, was opportunistic again when a pass deflected off the hands of a receiver. He came up big with the uh, with the turnover interception. And so um, DeMonte Casey's big, but Minka Fitzpatrick, that's, that's the leader of the secondary. That's that is the guy him going back there and and utilizing a three safety set is going to be key, especially since that's something the Steelers haven't deployed yet in real stadiums or in in real games. You know, it's only been in preseason and in training camp. So there's not much film on there of the Steelers using a three safety set in this form with, with these guys, Minka Fitzpatrick, Terrell Edmonds and. Devonta Casey and all indications at this point of this time of recording is that Mika Fitzpatrick is going to be a game time decision, but looks like he's potentially going to be a go. He was a full participant in practice on Thursday. And, you know, one of the concerns is, and he had alluded or he had spoke to reporters earlier this week and kind of talked about what led up to him um, finding out that he had a appendicitis and was needing a, a, an appendectomy was that he was having some stro- some issues, you know, going to the bathroom, realized he hadn't gone in a couple of days, um, got it checked out by the team, and they gave him some medication so that he can relieve himself. And um, after doing so, still was feeling pain in his abdomen, so he uh, got some images done and revealed the appendicitis, which required the surgery. Uh, he had been doing some cardio since the surgery up to the, the point of this recording, and on Thursday, he was a full participant. Um, he stated, and, and Tara Lawson stated, it's going to be a game-time decision. It's going to depend on um, the wound itself and, and how much it's healed at that point. So the dangers or the, the worrisome part about the surgery is that in order to get to the appendicide, uh, the appendix, I'm sorry, is the surgeon has to cut through the muscle of the abdomen. And, you know, it's a... Um, you know, tear to the muscle. Uh, you want to make sure that's healed completely before you go out there and put any extreme physical strenuous work into that area. And so, um, you know, most players are out for about 10 to 14 days. So, you know, to see him come back this soon and be participating just talks wonders about the medical staff uh, in and around the Pittsburgh area. And so bravo to them and to Minka Fitzpatrick on his speedy recovery and return back so quickly uh, and against a team that, well, it doesn't seem like he likes very well. Um, you know, he, he seems like the Cincinnati Bengals are a team that I mean, he, he's not too, too thrilled with. And so they're missing one of their, um, one of their stars in, um, in Jamar Chase, which, you know, they still have some, you know, a deep receiver threat and, and Higgins and and you have Joe Mixon you got to worry about. But, 
you know, not having to defend Jamar Chase is, is a big, big, you know, advantage for the Steelers defense. And so, you know, let's just take a quick gander at the, uh, um, at the injury report up to this point. So, you know, everything's looking good in the right direction. Akilah Witherspoon is still, you know, been in and uh, not participating with his hamstring. That that seems like it's a very serious hamstring injury. Um, when you look for the Bengals, you're looking at Jamar Chase not participating, of course, with his hip. Like he's not going to be there. Uh, Dax Hills had a shoulder. Their safety, uh, defensive tackle Josh Josh. Tapu hasn't participated with a calf. Um, uh, their offensive tackle, Deontay Smith, is uh, dealing with an illness. Everybody else seems like they're going to be a go, including the former Pittsburgh Steeler, Mike Hilton. Uh, he was dealing with a finger issue. He'll be a go. And so, um, for the most part, it's going to be a team. I mean, the, the Cincinnati Bengals are missing their star receiver, but. Um, I think it's going to be a, a healthy team on both sides. Cincinnati Bengals, if I'm correct, are coming off a bye week. And so they're getting healthy as well. It's going to be a tough matchup for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but it's one I think the Steelers are going to win. You know, my uh, my keys to victory in this game is going to be to just be consistent and maintain what you're doing and and continue that trajectory from last week. You know, continue the pressure of the quarterback with minimal defenders. Um, play fast on the defensive back room. You know, the Steelers are going to have to win the turnover battle. They picked off, or they took, I'm sorry, they took the ball away from Joe Burrow five times last time. I think, uh, when was it, four interceptions, something like that, three interceptions, a couple fumbles, something like that. Um, but Steelers won the turnover battle in the last matchup. Uh, this time they, um, they need to put this team away and, and do it early, in my opinion. Uh, it's going to be a tough matchup because it's a divisional divisional foe. But the Pittsburgh Steelers, they, I think they can do this. I think defensively they're going to be able to handle Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals offense. It's just going to be up to the Steelers, Steelers offense to maintain their their trajectory and and maintain the time possession. You know, the last time the Steelers faced the Cincinnati Bengals, the Steelers defense was on the field for 100 snaps. So that, that can't be the situation again. So the Steelers are going to have to maintain the ball, um, continue the running game, and and continue maintaining possession of the ball with the run. And, and I think the Steelers also, if they uh, don't turn the ball over again, they got a good opportunity to win this game. Uh, I'm picking the Steelers to win this game 27 to 20. I think it's still going to be pretty close. I think the Steelers win by a touchdown. I think they, um, I think they're going to be a little bit more aggressive, and this is the reason why they get um, so many points. And I think that the reason why they have twenty-seven is a a miss extra point by Matthew Wright. You know, I'm concerned about that the the kicker. I I understand it was his first game back in the Berg and his first time kicking back in Akershore from for a while, but. He had two horrible misses against the Saints that allowed the New Orleans Saints to kind of stick around and hang around. And the Steelers can't afford to have that happen again. So I anticipate them being a little bit more aggressive, especially, um, you know, around the 40s to 
maybe the 25. And if they're in a situation where it's less than fourth and four, maybe fourth and three and, and, and down, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be aggressive and go for it a little bit more often than not. And right now I think the Steelers are uh, uh, second in percentage for fourth down conversions at, with nine for being nine for 12 on the season. So it's um, – it's not a bad thing for the Pittsburgh Steelers to go forward on fourth down um, and be aggressive and put some points on the board and and keep keep the Bengals at bay and, and continue to maintain your foot on their neck. You can't let this team come back. You know, last the first time the Steelers played them, I felt that, you know, the Steelers got a few turnovers and they kind of turned it down on offense and said, hey, don't turn over this game. This defense got us. If you don't turn over the game, you don't turn over the ball, you know, the Steelers are going to win this game. And they kept their defense out there a little too long, in my opinion, ended up resulting in the injury that has kept T.J. Watt out for the majority of the season. So, um, you know, let's not do that <laughs> again. Let's be aggressive. Let's go in there. Let's let's kick some tail. But, um, yeah, that's what I got for you guys today. My keys of victory is maintain possession of the ball, run the ball, uh, don't turn it over and sack Joe Burrow early and often. But that's all I got for you this week, guys. Let's let's get another win. Let's stack it up. It's about time the Pittsburgh Steelers get two in a row. Let's show let's show the rest of the NFL the Steelers are not out. They don't quit. And they're gonna make a run. That's all I got for you this week. Um I appreciate everybody listening. Uh if you haven't heard listened to any of the other podcasts, which I highly doubt. If you're listening to me, I'm sure you listen to everybody else. But go back and listen to Bad Language, listen to Stat Geek, listen to the Let's Ride podcast, the, the Steelers Fix, the um, the Film Room with uh, Jeffrey Benedict. Go check those guys out. With that being said, I'm Daniel J. This is uh, Behind the Steel Curtain and State of the Steelers. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.